Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. You get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Sulma de Luchica Lastro d'Argento it might sound like we are on a gondola ride in Venice, but we're actually in Oakland. On Lake Merritt. You're listening to Bay Curious. This is Olivia Allen Price. And Jessica Plotchek. And for those of you who haven't visited, Lake Merritt is in the middle of Oakland. It's surrounded by bike paths, walking paths. Right now we're floating alongside kayakers. It's a very pleasant place. And while locals love this lake, most people get kind of squeamish about the idea of getting in the water. Like local eight-year-old Violet Weigel. It's yucky because there's, um, like, duck poo and spider webs and little insects and stuff. Which brings us to this week's question. What would it take to make Lake Merritt swimmable? We thought this would be a pretty fun thought experiment. So I took that question across the lake to James Robinson of the Lake Merritt Institute. Would you swim in it? (laughs) Oh, you made me laugh out loud. Um, At this point, no. James says Violet is right. The lake is nasty. So we have 62-plus storm drains that drain into Lake Merritt and an urban runoff from seven square miles. It's, it's a lot. That's seven square miles of grime, pesticides, leaked gas, soap suds, and anything else on the streets. But the main thing that James sees in the lake is trash. A lot of trash. So like in a July, in, a, in our drier month, we're getting roughly 560 pounds. Compared to um, December of 2015, we got 3,220 pounds. That's more than a ton of garbage collected in one month. I joined Lake Merritt volunteer Laura Goderez. She's been picking up trash for the last five years, and she finds all sorts of things in the water. Blankets, sleeping bags, clothing, office furniture, uh, needles, used condoms, drug paraphernalia, shoes, socks, children's toys, dead animals, domestic Other pets. volunteers have found a probation anklet, a bowling ball, a gerbil in a casket, and even some things of value, like gold jewelry. Right now, Oakland is working towards the goal of no visible trash in the lake by 2022. But even if this program is successful, runoff will continue to pick up nasty stuff from the streets, like poop, dog poop, bird poop, and worst, human poop. I've actually caught people using the lake as a toilet, and I've had to tell them to stop. (laughs) Even though they're right close to the bathroom. (laughs) This is the biggest public health concern with swimming at Lake Merritt. Human poop can spread disease, and for the lake to be swim safe, there has to be very little fecal matter. But testing for this is difficult, partly because the water moves. A water sample collected next to Fairyland 
could be totally safe one minute, but five minutes later, not so much. The water is not for swimming. That's Christine Schaff from Oakland Public Works, and she says the city has no plans to make it a swimming lake anytime soon. But in a fantasy world where Violet, you remember Violet. What would it take to make Lake Merritt swimmable? Where Violet convinces everyone that swimming needs to happen, what would our options be? To make it a swimming lake, we would have to close off all of the pipes that drain into the lake. Then we'd be tearing up all kinds of streets. So that's not really feasible. This could cost billions of dollars. The second option is to chlorinate the lake, like Cull Canyon in Castro Valley, where the park made a chlorinated swim lagoon. But chlorine comes with its own environmental problems. While killing bacteria, chlorine also kills other living things in the water. And first and foremost, Lake Merritt is for the wildlife. One of the incredible things about having Lake Merritt is that it's the first natural preserve in America. So if we're going to make Lake Merritt swimmable, it has to work for wildlife too. Enter Dr. Alex Horn, Professor Emeritus of Ecological Engineering at the University of California, Berkeley. I met Alex at Lake Merritt, and he showed up with a guitar and sang me the third option. I will build me a wetland constructed on land. I'll fill it with cattails, bulrush all around. To take out the nitrate in drainage that's found. Alex has been a consultant on hundreds of wetland projects across the world. He's helped build wetlands in China, Colombia, Australia, and SoCal. So one of the things you could do is you can pump the water through a wetland and let the wetland remove the bacteria. In fact, you can clean it down to whatever level you want. Alex says we'd need a few acres of wetlands. Some of the wetlands would be on grassy areas, others on little floating islands. It's easy. You get wildlife. It can look good. People would want to live there. Some people have paid more money to live near my wetlands because they look like little lakes with islands in. A really nice wetland could cost up to $75,000 an acre. You'd also have to pay to pump the water, get regular water quality tests, and employ lifeguards so that nobody drowns and the city isn't sued. But one dirty secret is that people are swimming in the lake now. Sailors fall in all the time. As far as we know, they survive. Well, I will be keeping my hands and feet inside this boat at all times. You know, it's actually getting better. Oakland's been increasing the flow of water between the bay and the lake, so a lot of the nasty stuff is getting flushed out more often. Yeah, I'm, I'm still not getting in. No judgment. Well, thanks for your reporting today, Jessica. No problem. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. Our show is produced by Vinnie Tong and me, Olivia Allen-Price. Our editorial team also includes Paul Lancor, Jessica Placek, Susie Racho, David Weir, and Penny Nelson. Our senior editor is Julia McAvoy. Our executive editor for news is Holly Kernan. Thanks for listening. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. 
Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. 